Welcome to another episode of Optimum 7 Surge Sessions, our weekly e-commerce, digital marketing, and technology podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Surge. This week, we will talk about predictive search and filter for e-commerce. And Joe, you know I'm a nerd. I love this stuff. The reason that I love it is because implementing it, it is fun. Looking at the metrics is fun. Looking at the sales that come from the predictive search is fun. And the most basic way of looking at this is you all shop on Amazon. Just go to Amazon, search for something, log in, right? And then look at what Amazon suggests you based on your search. Look at what Amazon suggests you based on what you're filtering on the left-hand navigation in terms of price. Those are all tied together, tailored to you. And the way they do that is they have the craziest, craziest algorithm for personalization. When we do advanced search and filter, there are different ways that we can implement this. We usually use Algolia for this technology, but we have our own database where we can track this, this, this prediction as well. And there are different ways to use this prediction. One, based on your old sales data. Two, based on engagement. And you know, when we do anything, we separate it into three groups, which is awareness, engagement, and conversion, right? And the predictive analysis is different for every single stage. It's different for awareness, it's different for engagement, it's different for conversion. Talk to us about our technology. Why am I so freaking excited about this? Why don't 99% of e-commerce stores already have this freaking functionality? I would say partly because they think they can't afford it or they have no idea that it exists. Right. I would say that, that those are probably the two biggest uh, reasons why e-commerce store owners don't already have this. Um, you know, you get excited about the functionality and, and the process. And what excites me more is the outcome. Right. What do we see from this functionality? We see a huge jump in conversion rates. Right? We are always talking about different marketing initiatives and how functionality helps certain marketing initiatives. This is probably one of the best functionalities for your bottom line. Um, again, what we're seeing is that users who frequently purchase from us, now their return rate and their conversion rate on when they come back to place another order has now skyrocketed. Um, in addition to that, it has also helped from a marketing standpoint of retargeting users based off of what they're searching for and what they're looking for on your site. Um, so again, there are many different applications for this functionality, um, but I would say primarily the number one um, is just the benefit of inc improving your conversion rates. Got it. And a lot of people don't know this. Like, you know, with Active Campaign and, and Autopilot HQ, there are ways to score contacts or opt-ins, right? If he came to my website three times, that's three points. If he went to a contact form, that's two points. If he submitted a contact form, that's 10 points. So you are gauging your users for B2B on an engagement basis, right? And e-commerce sites don't do this. There is probably one tool, uh, a nurture tool that does this, right? But they're not really using scoring. So a lot of people don't understand that any marketing automation tool, you could be using HubSpot, you could be using Marketo, you could be using Klaviyo, right? You can merge it with the Algolia technology, look at the engagement and actually push through the API, the scores on a per customer basis to these platforms. And it does wonders because imagine if I went to your site and I looked at a product and I searched for a specific category three days in a row, 
I'm gonna buy that stuff, but I haven't bought it yet. I'm still in the research phase. So what if you sent me a dynamic email only pushing that category and saying, we know what you're looking for, for example. And we've done this and it does incredible things for conversions like you stated. And I think it was two years ago, maybe I gave an example and I love this example because I work as a bartender, right? When you're a bartender, you go to do your bar to work at your bar. There's a customer that come, comes. You want to give them what they're looking for, that first drink as fast as possible. And then whenever they're done with that drink, you want to give them the next drink as fast as possible because in the period of two hours, let's say, you know, the more drinks that they have, the more money you make on tips. And it's the same concept here. And you can couple this with a lot of B2B functionalities. Talk to us. We're talking about predictive search, but how can you merge predictive search with other functionalities that further increase your average order volume, lifetime value, and your reorder rates? Absolutely. So uh, the luxury of this is, yes, you, you, you said that this will now be able to identify what these users are searching for and have this, this data on a, on a per user level, right? But you can also take this data as a site-wide, you know, from site, from a site-wide perspective. So if you now start to see, and, and Amazon does a great job of this as well, if you go to add something or go to a product page underneath, it shows you consumers also purchased and allows you to then quickly add to cart and bundle everything else. So that's where that suggestion is coming from. They're grabbing data from their entire database from all of their users and they know that these two products or this additional product, right, was also purchased at the same exact time that of the product that you're looking at by 25% of other users on the store. Therefore, increasing the probability of you joining that, that group, that pool as well, and increasing your average order value. So that's just one example of how you can couple that now with an upsell, an on-product page upsell functionality, but not just upselling your standard, this product is also in this category, so I'm gonna showcase it. No, this is an actual product that other users who purchase that specific product has have also purchased. So it's now taking that out of the cart functionality that these e-commerce stores have and taking it to not even the next level, but a couple levels above that. And Joe, most e-commerce business owners don't understand that this costs a fraction of the return that they're gonna get on their investment, right? I mean, this functionality can cost as low as few thousand dollars, as high as forty, fifty thousand dollars. But on average, I think we implemented for like ten, fifteen thousand dollars. And there is, of course, a disconnect um, when we give these numbers. Some people jump on it, and some people like are like, "Wow, that's too expensive." Talk to us about this pricing paradox, because you know our prices are not cheap. However, we go to a prospect and we say, well, I promise you quarter million dollars increase in conversion in the next 90 days. And they're like, sure, do it for me. I have $10,000. And that doesn't add up. So talk to us about that. What's the best way to explain that to a, to a prospect or to a business owner? So it, it comes down to transparency, right? You know, we're both busy, you as a business owner, us running our own operation as well. We don't have any time to waste. So we are not going to sugarcoat things. We are not going to tell you what you want to hear. We're going to tell you what you need to hear. Um, and what you need to hear is this is the minimum price it's going to take to make this functionality work for your business. And the fact of the matter is on average, we've seen X percent in increase in conversion rate. Looking at your average order value and what your current conversion rates are now, we can predict that this would increase your revenue by X amount in the next 90, 
uh, to 180 days. Now it's up to you to make that business decision. Um, many times it is a 3x, 4x, 5x return. Not many other investments will give you that return. So um, I, again, it's just all about the business owner understanding that it's not a expense. It is an investment. And being able to understand that that investment is not just going to be a one-time return, but a continuous return for however long they're running this business. So there are a couple of one-liners that I like for, let's be transparent here, for, for cheap uh, business owners or business owners who think cheap, right? One of them is you cannot cure cancer with aspirin. Another one is you cannot win a Formula One race with a Beetle that has 80 horsepower, right? What other ones would you say? Do you have any, Joe? Well, I mean, you also, you just have the pricing paradox, right? You want a good, fast or cheap, you can only pick two. Yeah. Right. So that, that's another one. And, and business owners try to get all three. It's impossible. Yeah. So that's a, just a, another paradox that, that these business owners have. So again, with all the respect, don't be cheap. Understand that if you want, what was it? Cheap, fast, fast, quality or qu cheap, fast, quality and cheap. You cannot have all of this at the same time. Make logical business decisions. That's it for this week. If you have any questions about predictive search or how our technology works, Contact us. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of Optimum 7 Surge Sessions. Do you have a suggestion for a topic you'd like us to cover? Or simply have a question about one of the topics we have previously covered? Send us an email to info at Optimum7.com or visit our website, www.Optimum7.com.